0: This is disturbing. Believe it.
1: Okay. What's going on, geeks? You listen to episode 358 of the Geeks Race podcast. My name is Cody Armor and I'm here with LJ Lowry. Yo. Who we traded for Shelly Nolan. <laughs> 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 she has uh the Ronas. So she's uh got to get got to feel better. Not feeling great right now. Yeah. so like, hope you'll be better soon i always say that and then i get like weird i don't know if this is a thing for you um but whenever i go to work it was like a secret when someone would have covid and i've never understood the, it like... was
0: it was real sketchy at first when like covid was a first a thing you know mm-hmm. so like i remember being like super quiet about it when i've had to like go home one day because somebody in my family tested positive i'm just like nobody say nothing i'm going just don't You know, like, so it's it's a different. I feel like it's a different kind of vibe now for sure. But it was definitely that initial scare. You know,
1: like I remember some of them calling sick, and then they were like, "Well, is it COVID?" And we're like, "We're not saying. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know, or we're not saying." And I'm like, "You you do know." Yeah, because you (laughs) don't
0: want everybody freaking out and stuff. Yeah, like I. Yeah,
1: but I I feel like it would be better for everyone to know so that everyone get tested. Yes. I think that was a scare, though. They're like, we don't want to lose everybody because everyone was yes. positive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's it. I yeah. don't know. I always thought that was odd. That was a. That was definitely a thing around here. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, There was hey, one wait.
0: time where my sister got. I think she tested positive or something, and I they, my family called me and my vo- and I told my boss and I was like, hey, I'm just gonna go, like, and then I think I even stayed home that, that whole week and didn't even test positive. So I was like, oh man.
1: yeah, awkward anyway (laughs) well shelly hope you feel better uh this week we're geeking out about Baldur's gate because who isn't uh (laughs) movie sequels and daryl dixon's bad decisions um (laughs) the show may be a bad decision i don't know yet we'll see uh it may be great it may be awesome maybe they can breathe some life into this franchise (laughs) uh try to throw puns in there i actually like walking dead a lot i just uh on the fence about these new spin offs. We'll see. Before we do that, we'll get into the games that we've been playing. I've played a little bit of Pokemon Scarlet. Oh nice. I have I haven't got far. I got into the school. If anyone's played the game, you kinda know what's oh. going on. <laughs> Literally Charizard That's I've not far got a really big soft spot for most of the first hundred and fifty Pokemon. So Charizard, Gyarados, and Gengar. One uh, when I think about like, my favorite Pokemon, those three are like for sure up there mm. uh, probably gengar but charizard's a big one and right now if you have pokemon scarlet or violet you can um uh, download you you go to your mystery box and or mystery gift is that what it's called yeah yeah and you can get a charizard that what's in its terraform is dark Ooh. type
0: Ooh, i need to go grab that
1: yeah and it's literally you just get a code um, you have to have played a little bit of the game to get to the mm-hmm. point where you can open up the Poke Portal, is what it was called. Yeah. Uh, so I basically played until I got to the Poke Portal and turned it off. But um my opinions still aren't that changed. I think it's a little bit. I'm a little bit kinder to it now that I've beaten Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, I think that was a big part of it. Was I could play that or Tears of the Kingdom, and Tears of the Kingdom was. Is...
0: You only had it for like what a week, right, or something before you yeah. got Tears of the
1: Kingdom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It might not even been a week. It might have been a few days, and like. <laughs> tears of the kingdom is such a masterpiece the like, comparison mm-hmm. it was just kind of like graphically it's so inferior to tears of the kingdom mm. uh there's this mountain in the background and the game even like shows you the mountain and it's, like, <laughs> look how beautiful this mountain is and it's this like copy paste texture yeah uh, you can see the squares like across the <laughs> it looks like i need to like up like i need to put like better settings on the, on the game like, it looks like, <laughs> it looks like you're settings. playing on low <laughs> yeah Dang! Uh, yeah. I just I still don't understand why a game with that much money behind it—I don't know how much they put in the Pokemon game—but the Pokemon company has lots of
0: money—couldn't
1: mm-hmm. produce something more on the lines of like Tears of the Kingdom.
0: That's been the struggle lately in the past couple of years. Everybody's like, "Why are you? Why are you doing this? Like, give
1: us—yeah, give us make a good poly. game." Mm-hmm. But I. I have gotten like my little Charizard that I got. He's been following me around. He's been bringing me berries. He's been fighting Pokemon on his own, and uh, all that. Pretty cool. There was a Pokemon flying in the air, and I uh went for like land and like threw a thing at it, um, threw a Pokemon at it, and then fought it and caught it. And mm-hmm. like all of that's pretty neat that I can do that in a Pokemon yeah, it game. Is, it is. It is a
0: fun game. Long like it is. It is a step up, I think, in so, in a lot of regards, and kind of a step back in others.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i think i'm just disappointed in it graphically because i expect so much more from um just yeah. a company that that is that big um uh, that's all i've been playing i've been playing that in pokemon sleep my pokemon sleep is still <laughs> yeah, that's, how do you not play uh, yeah not great um but the game has been the game has been um uh, enlightening at the very least. And, kind of addictive, I want to catch the Pokemon that I want to catch, and so I like do come back every day to try to get the ones that I want. Um, but yeah. What have you been playing? I have
0: been playing... I've been playing uh, some... Ex- actually, my Xbox this week. I didn't expect to be playing as much of it as uh, I thought I would. Uh, I ended up grabbing uh, Remnant 2, which is... Um, it's a, the Souls-like, it's a Souls-like shooter. The first one came out a few years ago, um, it was, it was, the first one was really solid, me and my brother played, played a good bit of it. It had this, um, almost, not like, roguelite-ish, like, this roguish, it kind of randomly generated some of, like, the dungeons and stuff, and, uh, how you would, like, what you would see, you know, when you're completing the main objective, and things like that, and you can, like, re-roll it, you know, if you wanted to, like, You know RNG kind of stuff. This one, apparently, they go a bit harder into it. I don't know how hard because um, I started the game. um, Basically, it's a post-apocalyptic setting, and um, it's you fight all these like plant creatures. I forget. It's called like Root Rod or something that's like taken over the world. And the original game had this like almost multiversal like portal thing where you go across dimensions. And so I don't know if this is something that I have done. Or you know if um, other players have done, but the first area is like this swampy, foresty area with like some temples in between and stuff like that. So I don't know how much of that is randomly generated. I know there's a, there's a story to it and everything, but it's super fun. The shooting feels great. Um, I appreciate it as a Souls. It's kind of it is a Souls like, but it feels like it's actually created with some cleverness. Like the boss fights are super fun. Which, in the first game, the boss fights were all ads. Like, half of them were just like, oh, we're just going to throw these ads at you. like. Um, but I just feel like this game was a lot more lovingly designed. It's The game is designed to punish you, but also it just feels like it's, <laughs> it was it was well-crafted. And, like, no, we're going to give you that challenge, but we're also going to, like, let you be able to enjoy it, you know, kind of a thing. Like, the Souls games are like, nope, let's just make a monster pop out of a wall and kick you. In like kick your teeth in, in, like one hit, you know, that kind of a thing. Um, I I really dig it. It's definitely a, like a looter shooter, um, super fun. Uh, I got it on Xbox because I'm hoping to play uh, with my brother at some point uh, when we can get together. But um super fun. It's on everything right now. It's one of the top reviewed games of the year. I think uh, it's just one of those kind of sleeper hits. Um, but yes yeah, it's super fun, super good. Um, it definitely has this post apocalyptic vibe that I'm trying that I was trying to channel because of some stuff I'll talk about later for that or for that TTRPG um I yeah, really started it. so I just I wanted those vibes. And then <laughs> um I actually got back into Killer Instinct uh because we talked about it last week and I was like, "Ooh, like I want to get back into this before the update comes." I don't think they've had an exact day for like the update or anything. But um, It's got a really cool... Like, I haven't tried playing online or anything because I just don't think anybody's playing it uh, right now. Unless it did spark some interest. I I might have to go check. Um, But it's got this cool uh, single-player mode that I forgot about that I really enjoy called Shadow Lords. And it's almost this, like... Almost board game-ish kind of thing where... um, You're fighting for control of, like, the planet. You pick three characters out of the roster... And um, we're, we've been talking about guest characters the last couple weeks with fighting with fighting games. This one actually has General Rom from Gears of War. It's got um, the Battle Toads. Uh, you can play okay. as the Battle Toads. Uh, you can play as the Arbiter from from Halo. Um, it may have another one or two. I think those are like the big ones, though. Um, but it's got it's it's pretty cool though. It's a, it's a fun game. that's really built on combos. Um, you know, like the whole back in the day, um, like the main, the main announcer. So instead of fatalities, they have what's called an ultra combo. So if you hit the right sequence of buttons and you have your shadow meter filled, like when you're finishing somebody off, you'll hear the guy go ultra combo. Like get so excited about it. Like, you know, like you just, it's like, yeah. Um, but that's where the whole c- c- combo breaker thing came from was like the original killer instinct. Okay. Um, so it's just it's, it's not just like a werewolf. Am I right? yes there? yep saber wolf yep that's he's in there uh, the ninja yeah. they had a ninja guy um, the shadow lords mode is is, is super fun because like you can you can take the three characters and basically you can enhance your characters uh, heal them and revive them because with each turn you're having to like fight over territories and stuff and then there's like a little prompt that'll come up being like hey this thing happened what do you what do you want to do. And depending on what you choose, you'll get, like, rewards from it or you'll get, like, you know, something negative happens. But you can, um, you know, you'll do fights with, like, these mimics and shadows, they call them, which are mostly just clones. But then whenever you let a certain region of the earth get, like, too high in, like, danger, um, basically the main henchman of, like, the main bad guy... The main bad guy is this gargoyle thing named Gargos, and he's got these, like, demon things that, um, basically, you have to kill... I think it's, like, four or five of the demon things and then Gargos to win the the game. So it's almost kind of roguish in that, like, you could totally get wiped out and you could totally lose, um, and then start a new run if you want. Um, I had a team that I've been, like, I've, when I play this off and on, I've been using the same team, so that's been kind of cool. Um, so I got this dude, uh, Thunder, who's, like, a Native American, like, chief, he was in one of the originals, and then I have this, um, this Aztec girl, her name is Maya, and then I have Arbiter um, from from Halo, so it's like a really cool team, and that's like I've been sticking with them the whole time. And so I I think I have already taken down one or two of the demons, and difficulty increases as you go, so it's one of those things where it gets harder and harder. So I'm curious to see. I want to like see if I can actually like win a round because I think I've lost before, but like to actually win that would be fun. I forgot how creative that single player mode is because. A lot of fighting games, you know, they struggle most. A lot of there's some that struggle with giving single player content, and there's mm-hmm. others that just do the stories like really good, like Mortal Kombat and everything like that. So, yeah, you
1: need so, a uh, Ninja Turtles to get on there. They've done everything else. Bring mm-hmm. up a Battletoad versus Ninja Turtle fight.
0: You know, that's funny. I think they literally have an old game on the Genesis or Super Nintendo with Battletoads and Double Dragon. So, like, it yeah. would be like far off. Oh man
1: yeah so i
0: didn't expect to talk about this game for that long but it's uh, it's definitely it has been... the crossover hasn't happened yet i know right <laughs> it seems like <laughs> um and yeah it's it's super easy cool, one <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: but yeah that's that's what i've been playing
1: cool mm-hmm. we'll get into the gaming news then go ahead lj
0: yeah um some pretty light stuff real real quick um since uh, we were just talking about it, we keep finding our we keep finding ways to talk about the Ninja Turtles lately, um, and I guess the, <laughs> the, the new movie coming out has only fueled that, so it just gives us more opportunity. Um, um, but the last Ronin game that we definitely talked about whenever it got like teased or rumored, or whoever I know somebody like mentioned it was being worked on. I think somebody at Paramount, oddly enough, but we got con- confirmation and on the THQ Nordic showcase that. The last running game is being worked on by THQ Nordic, and I forget the name of the company at the, off the top of my head, but they worked on the remasters for the most recent um, Destroy All Humans games, um, which I never would have thought, like, oh, that's that's a random, you know, like, company. But yeah, um, THQ Nordic is, you know, they're, like, you know, they, they're really good publishers. They got a lot of stuff going on. Not all of it is, like, super high, amazing quality, but it's still, like, a lot of those games fall into the B tier category. like you know, right. just just short of like super blockbuster AAA. So I ha- I have faith that it'll be a decent it'll be something decent. Uh, the teaser's super cool. You get to see like all like the, these four candles get like blown out yeah. like, except for one and it's just like oh the black and white aesthetic. Yes, and... yes, it's coming. <laughs> um so yeah, yeah well, I, music yeah. had
1: some Avatar the Last Airbender vibes. mm mm-hmm. Mhm that was an Avatar game, I would have been like, yep, makes <laughs> sense. Music, music works.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I kind of wish Shelly was here for, to geek out about this a little bit, too, but yeah. we, we have not seen anything yet as far as the like gameplay or, or whatever, but the fact that it ha- has been confirmed is uh, exciting, so. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Yeah. <clears throat> the other thing that people can't seem to stop talking about uh, lately has been Baldur's Gate.
1: Three? Yeah, it looks so good. I don't have it yet. I want it. it
0: I, yeah, yeah, I'm waiting on con. I'm waiting till it comes out on console because, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't. You know, I, I don't know. I just I, like. I'm sure my PC could run it, but probably not to the best of the ability. And I feel like just playing on like my PlayStation is where I want to be at with it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I so the news here is that it it's the highest rated PC game on Metacritic right now. Um, With a ninety-seven, I think it might be like of the year, possibly. Um, But it, yeah, it's everybody's talking about it. I, it beat out some crazy number, like eight hundred thousand. I mean, it's probably more now, like concurrent players or something like that. Um, It's reached a crazy high user score on Metacritic as well, that like overtook Tears of the Kingdom. And user scores don't mean anything to me. Like, I mean, they really don't mean much. It's just. You know people going and typing and stuff um you know like what they think about the game but i still think it's cool that people kind of banded together because like and did that because it's the closest thing we'll ever get to like a full-on Dungeons and dragons video game um mm-hmm. and people yeah. seem to be enjoying it you can do it sounds like you can oh i want to do approach it this way or i want to say this thing um the only game and and it's kind of neat because Larry and before they made this game, they made the divinity original sin games and that was basically their resume and it was close enough. (laughs) And, um, the wizards of the coast, I guess was like, Hey, we see you work out, you know, come to our game. And so the
1: dialogue in this game is so mm -hmm. extensive. There's so many different options. Yeah. Uh, It almost doesn't seem real. Like that you, they were able to get so much done. Yeah. Um, i watched a guy flip a coin for like two minutes on tiktok mm-hmm. um and it was a little kid flip i don't know but uh the options that were there for him to just like decide not to he was just being absent or obstinate
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and like totally different responses than you would get being another character doing the exact same thing <laughs> uh, that takes a lot of work that's a lot of yeah uh voice acting and <clears throat> animating and everything else it sure uh, is pretty impressive yeah
0: it's it's been in early access for a little while but now like it's it's here now and i've waited because i didn't want to like it's one of those games like if you played in early access you had to you have to restart you know there's no because mm-hmm. at, at that point it sounds like it's just a different game now um completely almost but um yeah i'm excited for it I, it just makes me more pumped up to check it out so I'm gonna. I think it comes out at the beginning of September on PlayStation. I think Xbox is still you know, like we're being worked on. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm just I'm excited to join the bandwagon on this one. I think Shelly said she is going to check it out as well. So we'll be talking about it soon enough. But uh, yeah, I, just, I keep like you. I keep watching TikTok videos and stuff, and people doing mm-hmm. silly things and trying different things and showing their characters and stuff, and it's it's really cool.
1: So yeah, looks fun.
0: Yeah. And then um, the last piece of news I think is more interesting if um, if you find yourself time in between some of these big releases to check it out. Um, Assassin's Creed Mirage is getting released a week earlier on October fifth instead of instead of I think it was like the twelfth or something like that. It was coming out, but um, the game went gold today, which basically means like it's ready to distribute. It's been printed, you know, like they're pushing it out there uh but they announced the whole week early release date thing which i assume and my, many others assume that it's to get out of the way of spider-man 2 and super mario wonder i guess like if like cause those are two big releases that people are going to be playing that month i still don't know if i will be checking out mirage because i uh, because of spider-man 2 but that is definitely one of those games like when a uh, black friday sale or something where it will be like half off like, like I'll, I'll check it out um it's going back to its roots of, like, the original yes, Assassin's Yes, a lot Creed. of
1: Assassin's Creed fans, I feel like, are going to really enjoy that game. Yes,
0: yes. We haven't had a, like, regular game since, like... I want to say... Oh, what was that one? The one that was set in, like, London and stuff like that. I can't remember the name of it. Um, uh, yeah, I don't synd- remember. Syndicate. It's been a while. S- uh, Syndicate. Syndicate was the name. Syndicate. Um, but, yeah, so... I, I mean, I think it'll be... To me, yeah, it'll be exciting because... While I did enjoy like Odyssey and um, Origins and stuff like that, I think it'll be nice to go like to, to have that kind of pared down and go back to the original. Um, but with there's like I think eight other games or projects in development for Assassin's Creed, so it sounds like I think it's we're still going to get an open world RPG one at some point. Um, but this is kind of it seems like they're having something for everybody. You know, like this is for the old older. I, w- I don't want to say old school, but I guess 2007 to 2009 when like the first and second one were coming out like I guess that is older now so but tra- traditional say, fans Assassin's Creed
1: 3 was my first one and so I'd, I've always been told that I've never really gotten a true Assassin's Creed uh experience.
0: Yeah I would say if you do decide ever to go back they got the Ezio collection and that's like a lot for a lot of people that's like the most definitive like Assassin's Creed trilogy so.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah so I'll be checking out Mirage at some point but um that's gaming news.
1: All right, we'll get into the movies then. Uh, LJ, I'll let you go first on that. Okay. Um, I
0: watched some older things, uh, not not too much older. I
1: did too. Not super old.
0: But... Um, I got way into. I've been getting way back into drawing and art and stuff. And so the other night, I um, I decided, oh, like I'm gonna draw, like I'm gonna draw some like Avatar stuff from like the movie Avatar. And so I put on the movie and just started drawing and stuff like that and so um the thing i appreciated about watching this movie again because the last time i watched it in theaters is um there are three movies that i can say that like i almost enjoyed watching more on my tv than the theaters and avatar was one of them um especially the way of water like i was like oh wow Like it's not that it didn't look beautiful before but just seeing it on my tv was like super crisp and mm-hmm. um my, my nephew is probably burned out um, across the spider verse this past week because um, I bought that and so like while I didn't really watch that entire movie to you know to really be like oh yeah I watched it again that is one of the other movies that I was just like wow like this is so like it looks so dang good in 4k on the and like on not even necessarily 4k but just you get, you feel like you actually get to see every little color in detail now um, and then like watching the Batman which a movie on the on the flip side, was so dark, you can't see anything, you know. But when I got my Blu-ray for that, I was like, oh gosh, like this is way cleaner, way better, and way smoother. So, I think Avatar um, is definitely one of those ones that's like worth a rewatch, just to like watch on whatever size screen you got. Um, so it was fun to rewatch that, um, and I'm just kind of reminded of like I actually, low key, kind of enjoy those movies. I know they're like the Nickelback of like. Movies these days, everybody kind of hates on it to hate on it, but I, I enjoyed them, so it was a good a good time. Um, the other one I watched probably because of like I saw this list of like, oh, if you like Spider Verse, here's movies to watch. I watched um, Intergalactic on Netflix, that's the Kid Cudi movie, and uh, it's very, very Spider Verse animated influenced, and um, it's actually like. A, almost like a, it, I guess it is. It's a romance. It's a romance story. There's not really like, I mean, I, it's not even like I wouldn't call it's. It's definitely like a, yeah, a romance like adventure is kind of the way to put it. um Kid Cudi being the artist he is, and like you could see he definitely has his influence on it. Uh, a lot of trippy stuff because it's one of those movies that I'm sure people, I'm sure people under the influence are gonna be like, you know, it's just got that artistic style um and that's also just kind of kid cuddy's vibe um in his music he did the whole soundtrack for this movie and uh it was really fun like as a fan like over the years i'm just like yeah this is totally like it just i it speaks to people like me who listen to his music um and then what else um yeah so and then there's other like little like nods and things like that too like his music and there's like this um basically the main plot is is um is, like, one of the parts is, like, he's a, he's a comic book artist, and one of the things he, well, he, he basically gets hired on to be a comic book artist, but he basically places these, um, this wall art and, like, street art of this character called Mr. Rager, which is literally the name of one of his songs and stuff like that, and just kind of a, just kind of a character he's, like, he's mentioned in his, in his music, and so I'm, like, that's cool, like, I kind of geeked out about that, so, um... His music, his, his first two albums really got me through a lot of a lot of tough times whenever um, I was just kind of in search of, you know, what to do back in the day, kind of before I got saved and all that. So it was just really cool to, like, go back to that. So trippy movie, definitely, like, rated R. Um, it's, it's definitely got some mature themes in it, so I, I would say if anybody's going to go check it out, use, use caution. So, yeah, it's good, though. Cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, movie I watched was something that you can get on Amazon, uh, Prime, and that is Jurassic World Dominion. We were just looking at movies that we haven't oh, seen. Oh yeah, uh, we haven't been in theaters as much this year, last year as we wanted to. Uh, mm. might have been last year this movie came out, isn't it? Um,
0: either that or earlier this year.
1: Yeah, it might have been earlier this year. I can't remember. Kind of mm-hmm. fell like through the cracks. Uh, and so yeah. we watched the other two in theater and really enjoyed them. Uh, and this one was fun too. Uh, it's got some. It's got some like definite cheesiness to it, uh, but I think yeah. it's kind of on purpose. Yeah. Uh, there's just bits where like the music will get like really dramatic. Uh, like a villain came in a shot, and they said some villainous thing, and then it went, dun, 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 <laughs> yeah, basically.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: And uh, so it was fun. It was really cool because it felt like it was two different movies that kind of combined into one. Uh, you have your following the new crew, right? Chris Pratt. Yes. And then... And then you have the original, um, uh, movies, like original Jurassic Park. Yeah, and they are um, doing their own thing, and the the story kind of like joins together. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that was I don't know, just a neat way to do it. I feel like Uh, the plot was good, everything uh, was enjoyable.
0: How how do you feel about it being like a definitive, like almost end? Because I think it was built that way. Um, yeah, like I, I have mixed feelings about it because like, I actually kind of like, I'm like, Ooh, this movie not very, to me it was like kind of messy, but I also like kind of really enjoyed it.
1: Okay. I, see, I didn't think it was messy. I thought it was like, I was like, Oh, it all kind of like came together really well. There was
0: like sub, other, uh, like sub, weird subplots and things like that. And then I'm like, okay. Um,
1: but yeah, I could I, see that
0: I did kind of, I did like it. I guess it's too hard to talk about without being spoilerly, but I have have mixed feelings on it. Like, I both, like, really enjoyed it, and, like, I'm both like, oh, okay, like, all right, I guess this is how you're gonna, how you're gonna go with it, but.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, as a definitive end, I think, uh, kind of, like, why not make a definitive end? You can't bleed it dry. We needed something to, like. Like, if you're gonna end it, just end it, almost. It's nice that franchises are willing to end things and not just bleed them dry forever kind of thing
0: yes
1: yeah. um so that was kind of where I, I saw that in I
0: theaters know. i think actually one night just because i was like curious I, I wanted to see it but
1: yeah yeah i yeah i never got a chance to so like i said amazon prime there's a few different movies on there that we'll probably need to catch up on soon uh hopefully we will takes time
0: <laughs> yeah yeah Things are getting weird uh, about going to the movies, too, right now. Like, there's still stuff I really want to see. I just haven't been able to go.
1: Yeah. Well, I really want to see the uh, Ninja Turtles as well. Oh,
0: yeah. Wait, oh, yeah, we talked about that last week. But, yes, it was good. I was yes. glad I went to see that. Oh, but that's
1: all that I watched. We can get into the movie news. Uh, we got a couple different things here. Both dealing with sequels, uh, which is interesting. Yeah. First one, kind of bummer news for some. Uh, Wonder Woman. Uh, Gal Gadot has been going around and saying, not going around. It was reported that she was working with um, James Gunn on a Wonder Woman three, and she was going to be producing it. And uh, it were like her project. That was kind of the rumors. None of that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah,
0: hearing this stuff right now, like cause I, I see all these like fake like posts from like random pages on Facebook, and it's like so and so says they're working on this, or so and this is being developed, and I'm like. Um, we're kinda going through a strike right now. So like
1: Yeah, no, no one's like, on anything.
0: like yeah, like what are you talking about? Um, so this is like I would like for that to be a thing. Um, especially like if they want to clean up you know, if they especially if they want to clean up like the second one, you know, or like just kind of uh-huh. like bounce back after that. I do think it's a good idea for James Gunn to include Wonder Woman in his universe again. Um but I don't, I don't I just, know if it has to be Galgado's. It doesn't have to necessarily Lord. be her, but yeah, yeah, I think I'm, they need to,
1: they do need to. I need think me. the biggest mistake is that they're not just fresh, like starting from scratch. Yeah, Goodness. they're trying to like bring some in, and I'm like, just don't, just Erase start all. over. Yeah, yeah. And Blue Beetle makes a little bit of sense because you can kind of get him like he's separated enough.
0: Oh, that's coming uh, out this next week too. Oh man! Yeah,
1: another movie.
0: I want to. I do got to see that.
1: Like, I don't know. It makes things so much more confusing to have mm-hmm. some people coming back and some people Like Aquaman, don't know what's going on with that. I think oh, that.
0: Gosh, I forgot that sequel isn't even out yet either. Like what?
1: Yeah, well, we got a long ways before we see James Gunn's Oof. DCU. Ah. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll do this uh fandom wire calling them out um Mm -hmm. they are a website uh i don't know they kind of do like just like articles on pop culture and things Mm -hmm. um and man they poop on james gunn all the time i don't know what they have against james
0: gunn (laughs) but they were like James.
1: yeah i guess like james gunn's (laughs) flash failed james gunn's blue beetles gonna fail I don't, like, none of this is none his. <laughs> especially
0: The Flash. Like, that's...
1: Yeah. Um, like, granted, James Gunn said that The Flash was going to be this amazing movie, and it wasn't, apparently, I haven't seen it yet. Me neither. Uh,
0: I'm going to wait till it comes on, Max.
1: Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and so, it's kind of like, I don't know, Phantom Wire, I'm calling you, calling you out. It's not James Gunn's universe. Stop hating on him. We don't yeah. know what his universe looks like yet.
0: Clickbait.
1: Yeah, the like, James Gunn's stuff filled before it's even started. I was like, it, it literally hasn't started. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Oh. It nothing to do with that Flash movie. Yeah. Um, but bringing in, like, Aquaman and stuff makes things a little weird. It does. Get new people. Um, yeah. Jason Momoa wants to play Lobo. Let him play Lobo. That would be awesome. So perfect for him.
0: And there's probably somebody else who's you know worthy of uh, a new Wonder Woman, you know, like Mm -hmm. easily.
1: Yeah, definitely. I see something cast out there that I think would work for all Mm -hmm. of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we have an Uncharted uh, sequel. uh, The producer of Uncharted first one, I don't remember who it was off the top of my head, unfortunately. Ah, Terrible names, anyways. Uh, he's wanting to do an Uncharted 2 with Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. And I don't know if I need it, but I don't hate it. Like, it was a fun watch.
0: That's what I was kind of feeling after. I I left, because I actually went to go see that in theaters. Again, I don't know if I was just bored or something. I was like, I'm kind of, it was morbid curiosity. Mm. And so, I went to see it, and I'm like, you know, that wasn't that bad, uh, compared to, like, stuff like Tomb Raider. Um, or at least the most recent Tomb Raider. And, uh, the way they kind of kind of spun some things like as as far as like the game's plot line i'm like okay like i wouldn't i wouldn't mind seeing a sequel if it happens
1: yeah so i would be down it's set up Mm -hmm. for a sequel so why not
0: yeah it sure is yeah
1: and probably i mean you were talking about this before the podcast is better than indiana jones or uh the last tomb raider movie
0: yeah i didn't hate the new indiana jones movie either i um I, i yeah, I guess in hindsight, I didn't hate it. Um, it's not one of those movies I'm going to tell people, oh, you need to run out and see, but...
1: <laughs> yeah. I, do you Would you know that... did you like Uncharted more or less?
0: Uh, they feel like two different movies. Uncharted okay. feels more like National Treasure or something to me than... That's like...
1: true. Yeah. Uncharted had a very National Treasure feel to it. That's another yeah. one in our shared universe. Give me the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs>
0: We had this idea of a shared universe. Where, uh, Nathan Drake, National Laura treasure, Croft, shared Indiana universe. Jones, and then, yeah, yeah, National Treasure stuff. Oh, my gosh. That show flopped, yep. apparently, super hard, by the way.
1: Yeah. We'll get Laura Crofts and uh, <laughs> Nathan Drake. I almost said Nathan because of the person. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Indiana Jones. And they're all after, we'll make it a reality show. Like reality, so this is so stupid. <laughs> I don't know. I almost <laughs> want to shut up, but I'm going to finish it now. We'll make it like a mockumentary uh, reality show, and it'll be all of them uh, working to get the prize.
0: <laughs> I want, oh my gosh, I want Bat in the Sun or somebody to just make that. <laughs> like, oh my
1: gosh, I actually
0: want that now.
1: That would be good for Bat in the Sun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man.
1: You must go get this made up artifact. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome! That would be good. <laughs> <laughs> they are. This isn't really in the news or anything. Uh, they're doing their last run of superpower beatdowns. Brent is.
0: I have uh, not seen semester. those in, in a while, but that's crazy.
1: Yep. I don't know what they're doing afterwards. Um, but they are done, I believe, or just about done with the uh, Legend of the White Dragon. So they're yeah uh, prepping finances right now for their their last run of power, superpower beatdowns ever. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Been going for a long time. mm mm-hmm. uh, Anyways, we get into the TV stuff. Um, uh, I've been watching My Hero Academia, and that's basically been it for shows. Have um, you watched
0: any more of um, Superman?
1: No, I don't have HBO Max. Not HBO Max. I don't have Max right now. Um, oh, did they put the first
0: it. episode for free somewhere or something? Or, like, I remember you said I you think. Watched... I don't know what happened.
1: So, I was um, password sharing. Oh. Uh, and so, that person that I was sharing from uh, got rid of Max to get themselves. Oh. Oh. Okay. Uh, and so, I was sense. logged in and it allowed me to watch the first episode. I assume oh, that it's yeah, free it's... for everybody. Yeah.
0: One of those free things. Oh, okay.
1: But it didn't log me out. It was really weird. Like, I was still. Logged yes. In.
0: Yeah, it is weird.
1: Yeah. So, and then it just. Uh...
0: Yeah, I've had that to where I think I switched accounts or switched emails one time and I logged into uh, like an old account
1: and I was like, oh, that's weird. Why did it let me do that still? Yeah. I figure I'll probably wait until the Flash movie comes out. I'll watch that. Probably mm-hmm. like binge through uh, Superman and then mm-hmm. get rid of it because Max is expensive.
0: It is. I have it bundled with my Hulu stuff though. So it's like it all Okay.
1: Yeah. I was looking at it like without the ads is like almost twenty bucks. They raised
0: the prices again too. A bunch of streaming services like just got through raising the prices. Yeah. So I pay for I'm literally doing the thing we feared would happen. I'm paying for (laughs) a package for Hulu that's got like Hulu Live and stuff like that, and then I have like Mm -hmm. the Disney like the whole I have that bundle. With Disney Plus and like ESPN or whatever, which I don't really use ESPN anyway, but then I have you can get add-ons for Hulu, and so HBO Max is one of them. So it's like, and then I think the only two separate things I have are like Peacock and Paramount or something, and that's it. But most everything's on one now, so it's like super weird um, that like that's a reality now.
1: So yeah, we were, we called that a long long time. <laughs> we sure did. Uh, and then and then like really stuff
0: stuff like cox has like their own streaming boxes now you could sign up for cox mm-hmm. and not even get a flipping cable box um <laughs> yeah. anyway it's it's wild um yeah. i so i have been watching more adventures um uh, with superman this this episode was pretty decent i think it's not my favorite it's still pretty good though um they're i think they're leveling out a little bit since they moved some plot points along um but I, I liked it it was it was a good fun episode there's definitely more anime easter eggs and things going on um i think shelly said even the title was like a reference to something um and uh yeah i liked it it's just uh, to me just this, this episode wasn't quite as it wasn't quite as it's still a good episode but just i feel like it's one of the weaker ones so far which feels really weird because i've liked just about every episode that has come out so far um it definitely felt like a weird i guess departure um in a sort of way but i, I liked it it's okay. super good um super super good show either way and then um, i'm also getting back into i'm on the final season still i'm trying to get back into rebels a, a few more episodes i think i'm halfway done but uh since ahsoka comes out like super soon in like the next few weeks here so i'm trying to finish that before ahsoka comes out and i'm like right on the edge of finishing it yeah so i need to watch a
1: youtube catch-up or something because i'm going to be yeah
0: really it's really the the kind of theme they're going with um this season is interesting because uh saw guerrera is like a big part of the, okay. the show especially in later seasons and if you've watched clone wars you um uh, it's kind of like oh okay interesting that makes sense And his idea of a rebellion, which, I mean, I guess we kind of see that in, like, Rogue One and stuff. Like, his idea of a rebellion is completely different from, like, what everybody else's is. Like, what from Mm -hmm. what... And so that, I really like the themes, and you kind of see characters like Ezra and stuff like that actually kind of doing the kind of mental footwork to be like, oh, like, is he right or not? You know, kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's really interesting to see them go through those thought processes and, you know, kind of decide for themselves, like, what they want out of like a, the rebel alliance and like where they stand and stuff like that um because ezra's always fixated on like oh we're gonna win i gotta take down the empire and stuff like that And it's like, <laughs> well that may not be as easy as you think and it's just like him you know kind of just taking everything he knows from all the characters around him and like thinking you know yeah. it's it's really good i feel like the writing this last season has been really good not that it hasn't before but i, I it's just something i've really noticed that's that's super cool so Yeah, that's what I've been watching. Cool.
1: Uh, We'll get into the TV news then. We just got one here. uh, And that is uh, the trailer for Daryl Dixon, uh, which is the spinoff with Daryl in France. Um, Everyone has British accents, uh, which I don't totally understand.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's the weird thing. (laughs)
1: Uh, But... The one redeeming quality for me is it looks a bit like medieval in a lot of ways. Uh, obviously yeah, not, they're, they're going day. for an
0: aesthetic.
1: Oh. Yeah. There are a lot of these chapels and, like, castles and uh, even the Eiffel Tower. They just get this kind of, like, medieval look to, the, like, the color grading. Yeah. Uh, feels almost like The Last Kingdom or in like Game of Thrones. And that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. You know, they have these big wars and stuff. Yeah, be...
0: es- especially if, like... I don't know, like, you know, that's so far, the apocalypse is so far gone, like, maybe they've had, like, digressed kind of back into the Middle yeah. Age sort of thing, you know, because we don't know what happened in other parts of the world, um, you know, so it's, like, it'd be interesting mm-hmm. to see.
1: Yep, that all looks, it looks neat, I just I don't know, uh, if I were to watch them, I would watch either, uh, I want to watch Maggie and Negan's, I can't remember what it was called.
0: It's it, like, Dark uh, Something City, or... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That that one seems more interesting to me, even, and I haven't watched Walking mm-hmm. Dead in a very long time.
1: Um, I might watch that one. I think it's already out. If it's not finished, mm. and then I may watch Daryl Dixon, but I'll have to wait. I'm probably gonna wait till reviews on that before right, I right. Jump on There's so many other things to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, really, <laughs> it's hard to keep up, but.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and the Rick and Michonne one, I was really excited about that being a movie, and now it's a show, and I'm probably not going to watch the show.
0: I liked the it. idea of the, the Rick stuff being, like, movie stuff, and I guess... Yeah, Hollywood yeah. movies,
1: I would have been so down. Yeah. Uh, I do understand that probably wouldn't have done well in a movie theater. Um, uh, but making it a TV movie would have been fine. Yeah. I don't, I don't need the, <laughs> I don't want the time commitment. Um... Uh, but that's all the TV news we have. I believe we both have some tabletop. Um, nice. Yeah, <laughs> discussions of that to happen. So go ahead, LJ.
0: Cool. Um, <laughs> so this week, uh, yes, actually yesterday, as of this recording, me and um, my buddy uh, Caleb, he goes by Spacehawk on Twitter. We started. Um, a thing that he created from the ground up, a post-apocalyptic tabletop RPG that's derived from Dungeons & Dragons called The Book of Astra. And um, I don't know how much I shared last time, but we actually started a session. It's, it's super cool. I play as this, like, elemental character that, or this elemental race that can change elements. Um, like, wh- when he wakes up, basically, like, he can you can choose what element he wants to change into each day. But the twist here is I'm actually technically playing as two characters because it's a... Almost like a, you know, it's like, you know, this is definitely taking place after the end of the world. And so the plot twist with my character is he actually shares two different identities in one body. Almost like a Firestorm thing, but it's a husband and wife kind of okay. thing. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm just really excited because that'll that's going to challenge me with roleplay and stuff like that. And so my character is what a class called Delivery Express, which is basically inspired by, like, Fallout um and kind of like I'm, I, I kind of almost want it to be like part partially Death Stranding vibes too, you know. Um, but it's it's it was super cool. We had our first session last night, and a few of us kind of felt like we had to knock the the rust off a little bit, you know, just getting back into the swing of things. It's been a while since I played. It's been a while since my buddy D and. But um, we do have it. Uh, I th- I think I gotta I gotta put it up this week. But we're actually putting it on YouTube and Spotify more archival purposes, like, it's not like we're trying to make content out of it or anything, but eventually he does want to, like, when we kind of work through some of the kinks and just figure out what needs to be added, he does want to, put, like, put it as some kind of, like, PDF or something, because there are, there are other tabletop, you know, some mechanics out there in certain games that um, we know of that have actually, like, sold PDFs online and, like, almost like a Kickstarter, like, backer type of thing, like, Indiegogo type of thing. So he eventually wants to actually, like, distribute it for other people to play. So this is very much a first-run kind of playtest thing. Um, One thing that we were talking about last night, I was looking at the rulebook, and I'm like, oh, we should have probably put range for some of these guns, right? And he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, I actually didn't think of that. That's a good idea. So, you know, there are things that we're still going to go back and... um, you know rework that he's going to go back and rework and i'm handling the production side of things right now and um, so he can just kind of focus on that so it's kind of neat that we've kind of teamed up on this and it's been really cool we're partnering with comics and the cross which is another awesome group there they got their own D &D campaign thing going on on mondays like they're playing they're probably actively playing as we're recording this but it's really cool to have that most of them playing and them helping promote it too so it's it's a really fun fun thing we got going on so it's cool. uh, I'm excited to see what else comes out of it.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. You can go for it. You got uh, some stuff. A little bit. I uh, spent this week. So next week is our. Uh, it'll be this coming Sunday. Will be our session two for our D and D campaign. Nice. Uh, and so that's been a lot of what I've been playing with. Basically, is building the story out and mm-hmm. uh, getting. We've been. There, there was so much I wanted to do with a specific. Uh, it's a pirate theme, for oh, cool. where they went and uh that was one that i was hoping they would actually do later on in the story i had these <laughs> ideas. and uh cause i had so many ideas i got this really cool playlist made uh that is like you know assassin's creed black flag music uh and like gangster rap music uh, <laughs> okay and given given the player that is the pirate in this in the story uh that'll work really well for her that's awesome um, yeah and i think it'll contrast in a lot of fun ways i think gonna be cool that's cool um, fighting some other pirates and it just gets i have like this cinematic uh version of gangster's paradise um, oh that's sick yeah there's a lot of cool stuff i'm playing with the music a lot nice um and that's the nice thing about when you, you know you're streaming you're not streaming it you know on yeah. like live or anything uh is you kind of do whatever you want yeah uh, we had some friends that wanted to do it uh live or it or anything yeah like I, I like the enjoyment of being able to just like this is our thing together.
0: Oh yeah, yeah uh, for sure.
1: It's been really neat. So, but I've been building pirate ships with uh, popsicle mm-hmm. sticks and foam. oh that's cool. Uh, yeah, getting way into platforms it. Platforms will be shops. That's mm-hmm. legit. And that was I, I almost like I could spend two more months working on it. So props to everyone who does a weekly, uh, session um, because a month it doesn't feel long enough to be... <laughs> uh, part of it that is because I wait till like the week before but yeah uh, awesome. it's a lot of work uh, but we're really really excited about it it'll be a lot of fun I'm sure I'll tell you guys how it goes oh next, yeah next next week
0: yeah like the whole reason I'm playing you know again is because like hearing you and Shelly talk about it and then just hearing about you know the stuff that you know the other crew we've been working that we're working with has been playing too so it's like now i'm excited because i'm playing again like i literally still have all my dice sets and everything i'll have to show y'all but i got this dice set coming in from uh one of the comics in the cross's sponsors but it's literally a weird west themed dice but it's like brass and it's like it's like one of their metal ones and it's literally got gears like looking on the inside so it's almost got this like steampunk like western theme i'm just like yeah
1: it's neat i'm into it again it's just it's exciting (laughs) yeah we bought uh we have our own like sets of nice dice, and then um, because we didn't know how many we were gonna need, we just bought like a pack Ice. of like I think there's twelve, there might be twenty four bags of dice, like sets of Ooh. dice that we bought. And they're all different Dang. colors. Um, but it's so funny because so many of our friends that are playing are new to D and D, and so I'll just say it's little things that I think will like be funny, uh, and they won't like they just won't get it at all and so over their head yeah that's like that's great i think with the dice and i was like did you bring your clicky clacks No, like, what anyways by D&D, and i was like it's just a dumb way of saying dice yeah yeah yeah. and uh <laughs> they were like what's a clicky clack like so seriously and i was like that's great dice? <laughs> um it's been it's, it's cool that it's such an experience for everyone too that's um, exciting not that me and my wife are experts by any means. We only played a few sessions, but...
0: But that's awesome, uh, though.
1: Yeah, we, uh, we're we having a lot of fun with it. It's really cool to, like, build a story for someone else and watch them. I guess that's what I do. A lot of Geeks and Grace, right? Is, like, mm-hmm. I love building these big events and then watching the events happen. Uh, and so I guess, in a way, I didn't think about that until just now recording, but um on a small scale that's what this is is building this little like, I, I
0: would agree like sitting back and thing. observing those kind of things like especially yeah. when you put it that way
1: it's getting to see people enjoy it and you're like oh cool yes. i, I helped make that happen
0: capturing those moments just like being like yeah just you know
1: yeah that's awesome um for me yeah that's more fun than actually experiencing something is like building an experience for somebody else yeah um, getting to see the enjoyment that they get out of it yeah um makes you feel valued but uh, that's the message for today uh build something for someone else make someone else's bring a little bit of joy out of someone else's life yeah <laughs> uh, Cool. we will end the podcast there then lj where can they find you at
0: you can find me on twitter and instagram and tiktok at lj the paladin
1: cool you can find me on instagram at cody armor keep gaming Keep praying, and God bless. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag G.U.G.Cast on Twitter, or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.